Good morning, everybody. Welcome to day 25, Christmas morning. We're so glad that you joined us. Uh, we're here with my family, and we're going to read the Christmas story to you. Say good morning, everybody. Good morning. Merry Christmas. All right. You ready for a story? Mm-hmm. Everything was ready. The moment God had been waiting for was here at last. God was coming to help his people, just as he promised in the beginning. But how, how would he come? What would he be like? What would he do? Mountains would have bowed down, seas would have roared, trees would have clapped their hands, but the earth held its breath. As silent as snow falling, he came in, and when no one was looking, in the darkness, he came. There was a young girl who was engaged to a man named Joseph. Joseph was the great-great-great-great-great-grandson of King David. One morning, the girl was minding her own business when suddenly a great warrior of light appeared right there in her bedroom. He was Gabriel, and he was an angel, a special messenger from heaven. When she saw the tall, shining man standing there, Mary was frightened. You don't need to be scared, Gabriel said. God is very happy with you. Mary looked around to see if perhaps he was talking to someone else. Mary, Gabriel said, and he laughed with such gladness that Mary's eyes filled with sudden tears. Mary, you're going to have a baby, a little boy. You will call him Jesus. He is God's own son. He's the one. He's the rescuer. The God who flung the planets into space and kept them whirling around and around. The God who made the universe with just one word. The one who could do anything at all was making himself small and coming down as a baby. Wait, God was sending a baby to rescue the world? But it's too wonderful, Mary said, and, and felt her heart beating hard. How can it be true? Is anything too wonderful for God? Gabriel asked. So Mary trusted God more than what her eyes could see, and she believed. I am God's servant, she said. Whatever God says, I will do. Sure enough, it was just as the angel had said. Nine months later, Mary was almost ready to have her baby. Now Mary and Joseph had to take a trip to Bethlehem uh, to the town of King David, because that's where they were from. When they reached the little town, they found every room was full. Every bed was taken. Go away, the innkeepers told them. There isn't any place for you. Where would they stay? Soon Mary's baby would come. They couldn't find anywhere except an old, tumble-down stable. So they stayed where the cows and the donkeys and the horses stayed. And there in the stable, amongst the chickens and the donkeys and the cows, in the quiet of the night, God gave the world his wonderful gift. The baby that would change the world was born, his baby son. Mary and Joseph wrapped him up to keep him warm. They made a soft bed of straw and used the animal's feeding trough as his cradle. And they, gray, or they gazed in wonder at God's great gift, wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. Mary and Joseph named him Jesus, Emmanuel, which means God has come to live with us. Because, of course, he had. That same night, in amongst the other stars, suddenly a bright new star appeared. Of all the stars in the dark vaulted heavens, this one shone clearer. It blazed in the night and made the other stars look pale beside it. God put it there when his baby son was born to be like a spotlight shining on him, lighting up the darkness, showing the people the way to him. You see, God was like a new daddy. He couldn't keep the good news to himself. He'd been waiting all these years for this moment. And now he wanted to tell everyone. So he pulled out all the stops. He, he'd sent an angel to tell Mary the good news. 
He put a special star in the sky to show where the boy was, and now he was going to send a big choir of angels to sing his happy song to the world. Here he is. He's come. Go and see him, my little boy. Now, where would you send a splendid choir? To a big concert hall, maybe? Or a palace, perhaps? God sent his to a little hillside outside a little town in the middle of the night. He sent, it, he sent all those angels to sing for a raggedy old bunch of shepherds watching their sheep outside of Bethlehem. In those days, remember, people used to laugh at shepherds and say they were smelly and call them other rude names, which I can't possibly mention here. You see, people thought shepherds were nobodies, just scruffy old riffraff. But God must have thought shepherds were very important indeed, because they're the ones he chose to tell the good news to first. That night, some shepherds were out in the open fields, warming themselves by a campfire, when suddenly the sheep darted. They were frightened by something. The olive trees rustled. What was that? A wing beating? They turned around. Standing in front of them was a huge warrior of light, blazing in the darkness. Don't be afraid of me, the bright, shining man said. I haven't come to hurt you. I've come to bring you happy news for everyone, everywhere. Today, in David's town in Bethlehem, God's son has been born. You can go and see him. He's sleeping in a manger. Behind the angel, they saw a strange glowing cloud, except it wasn't a cloud, it was angels. A troop and troops and troops of angels, armed with light, and they were singing a beautiful song. Glory to God, to God be fame and honor and all our hoorays. Then as quickly as they appeared, the angels left. The shepherds stamped out their fire, left their sheep, raced down the grassy hill, through the gates of Bethlehem, down the narrow cobble, cobble streets, through the courtyard, down some steps, step, steps, past an inn, around a corner, through a hedge, until at last they reached, where they reached? Bethlehem. Bethlehem, right? They reached a tumble-down stable. They caught their breath, then quietly tiptoed inside. They knelt on the dirt floor. They had heard about this promised child, and now there he was, heaven's son, the maker of the stars, a baby sleeping in his mother's arms. This baby would be the light, or be like that bright star shining in the night sky, a light to light up the whole world, chasing away the darkness, helping people to see. And the darker the night got, the brighter the star would shine. Far away in the east, three clever men saw the same star, the star that God had put in the sky when Jesus was born. They knew it was a sign. A baby king had been born. They had been waiting for this star. They knew it would come. He's here, they shouted. He's here. And I'm sure if you'd been there, you would have heard them laughing and dancing and singing until the sun came up. At dawn, they packed up their camels and wrapped gifts for the baby. They brought their most precious treasures of all, frankincense, gold, and myrrh. Special, sparkly, loving, uh, lovely smelling, gleaming things, just right for a king. The three wise men, actually, if you'd met them, you would have thought they were kings because they were so rich and clever and important looking. They set off. They rode their camels across endless deserts, up steep mountains, down into deep, deep valleys, through raging rivers, over grassy plains. Night and day and day and night for hours that turned into days, that turned into weeks, that turned into months and months until at last they reached, where did they reach? Bethlehem. Not quite. They reached Jerusalem. Jerusalem was by far the most important city for miles around. And, and as anyone can tell you, that's the place uh, where, or that's where the palace would be and kings would be, would be born in palaces. So that's where they went. But they were in for a surprise. 
They went to see King Herod. Surely he'd know where the baby was. But he didn't. In fact, he didn't like the sound of a new king. It made him cross. He didn't want anyone to be king except for him. But Herod's advisors told three wise men uh, about the, uh, what was written in their books, what God said about the baby king. Go to Bethlehem. That's where you'll find him. Suddenly, the star they had seen in the east started moving again, showing them the way. So the three wise men followed the star out of the big city along the road into the little town of Bethlehem. They followed the star through the streets of Bethlehem out of the nice part of town, through the not-so-nice part of town, into the really-not-nice-at-all part of town, down a little dirt track until it stopped right over a little house. But wait, it wasn't a palace, and there weren't any guards or servants or flags or red carpets or trumpets or anything. Did they get it wrong? Or was this what God meant? Did they get it wrong? No. No. Sure enough, in that little house there, sitting on his mother's knee, they found him, the baby king. The three men knelt before the little king, they took off their rich royal turbans and gleaming, gleaming golden crowns. They bowed their noble heads to the ground and gave him their sparkling treasures. The journey that had begun so many centuries before had led three wise men here, to a little town, to a little house, to a little child. To the king God had promised David all those years before. But this child was a new kind of king. Though he was, not, though he was the prince of heaven, he had become poor. Though he was mighty, or he, though he was mighty God, he had become helpless. This king hadn't come to be the boss. He had come to be a servant of all. Why? Because God's, God loves us with a never-stopping, never-giving-up, unbreaking, always-and-forever love. Heaven is breaking through. He is sending us a light from heaven to shine on us like the sun to shine on those who live in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. What a great Christmas story, huh, Wesley? So, at the end, I was wondering why was he sending his plan out to Luther? Why was he eating a bud? Oh, that was a picture of John, John the Baptist, who was proclaiming that Jesus had come. And he lived out in the desert and he ate bugs. But what a great time at Christmas, huh? What a great story to think about Jesus. You guys have a favorite part in there that you liked? Yeah. What'd you like, Bailey? I like when um, Jesus was born because the star appeared. The star appeared, yeah. It was kind of cool when Jesus was born and the star appeared, showing that the light had come into the world. Yeah. What's what do you think? I like the My favorite part was the end. The end? Uh-huh. What? It, it does. He's so funny. He just eats bugs. Well, that was a different guy. <laughs> he is funny, huh? He's so funny. Yeah. All right. Well, we're thankful to be able to gather with you and be here today. Uh, we hope that you're able to really focus in on Jesus and on the Christmas story and, uh, and just treasure treasure that Christ came to, to be that never-ending, unstopping love for you and, and for the whole world. We love you guys. Merry Christmas. Say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. See you later.